0: hello thanks for listening to the total knee tips and pearls podcast this is adam rose and your host i'm a fellowship trained orthopedic surgeon who specializes in joint replacement in these episodes i'm going to share with you a lot of my tips and tricks and review classic articles and current implant designs thanks for tuning in and on with the show Hello and welcome back. This is Adam Rosen, and you're listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. So, we're going to continue on with more uh, classifications and talk to you today about the cement grade classification um, that was introduced by Barrick and Harris. Um, the uh, article was titled Improved Cementing Techniques and Femoral Component Loosening in Young Patients with Hip Arthroplasty. A twelve-year radiographic review. Uh, this was published in JBJS British, uh, 1992. Now, just you know, of note to, um, to remember, um, these were uh, treated with second-generation cement techniques, and all of these patients, when they said young, were you know less than or equal to 50 years old. So, you know, I think in America, most hands um, are going to treat these patients with press fit. Uh, stems Um, and even though the data is quite good um, across the pond cementing all patients you know a lot of a lot of surgeons um, in america very commonly have gone away from cement Uh, me personally you know when i started practice 15 plus years ago um you know i had sort of a cutoff you know it was you know 75 and older then it became 85 and older and then i was using two main stems more of a fit and fill stem and a blade type stem um so and we'll get into um that classification later when we talk about uh, the door femurs. But, um, you know, I would kind of pick and choose. And, you know, with newer stems, um, the option of a collar with a shorter brooch body, um, even in an older individual, a lot of times in my hands, I'm going press fit, you know, for probably time. Um, the, the lack of not Um, adding additional anesthesia to my older patients, potentially causing hypotension from the cement, getting them off the table a little bit quicker. Um, But I still cement probably more than most of my partners except, you know, one. And I think it's an important thing because, you know, all of my hemis now I cement. I went through a phase years ago where I was press fitting, you know, a lot of my hip fractures. And, you know, now I've gone to 100% cement for hip fractures. Um, It's just due to the bone quality. But it's a lost art. You know, I see a lot of people coming through. So definitely get in operating rooms with surgeons that are cementing, hopefully cementing well. But at the same time, if they're not cementing well, um, you can learn from their mistakes as well. And and like always, we're always constantly learning. It's a lifelong learning experience. So you can't just leave the operating room and think that the thing is done. You really have to scrutinize your X-rays and recognize that you know if you're not you know, grading your cement mantles as an A or B, you know, you have to question as to why. So what they looked at and and the things that are important for you to understand. So someone says, okay, well, you looked at the post-op x-ray, how would you grade your cement technique? Okay, so A. A is a complete fill of the entire canal, the typical, you know, buzzword, the whiteout. So we like to see that. You like to see the cortex, complete bone cement and the implant, no Holes, air bubbles, gaps, lucencies, defects. So that is a grade A, white out. A grade B um, is a slight radiolucency. You may have a couple little spots here or there, you know, but for the most part, pretty much is all full. Um, but you have a couple little spots where maybe you had an air pocket or a, bit, a little bit of blood got in there. But overall, still a good grade. Grade C. So grade C are radiolucencies, Um, along the bone cement interface, anywhere from 50% up to 99%. Um, So you don't want to have this incomplete cement mantle and lucencies in more than half of the area surrounding the stem. That is a high risk of failure. And then a grade D, um, this is gross radiolucencies, um, almost 100% radiolucency around the entire interface of the stem. Um, Also, failure to cement the tip of the stem. So you want to make sure you have a bone plug distance below the tip of the stem. You know, if you ever have to revise and someone's got a six centimeter bone plug, you know, under your breath, you're going to be cursing the guy that put it in or gal that put it in. Um, But at the same time, if you are afraid of leaving too much cement distally and you short yourself and the tip of the stem is not in the cement or the cement ends right there, that's a D that that's not gonna work well. it's gonna fail. So typically for me, um, you know, what I'm doing is if I'm doing a cemented stem and I put the centralizer on the end and I have my buck restrictor on the inserter, I'm doing two finger breaths below the centralizer to the top of the buck restrictor and then making a mark. And then I'm marking that, you know, typically to the calcar and putting it down. And I'll tell you, even though it looks big on the back table on the Mayo, you know, on x-ray, it never looks quite large, you know, it, it right, it right isn't that one and a half centimeter mark. Um, so, you know, I, I make sure that I do that because I found that if you short it like a finger breath or you just get it a little bit below, um, lo and behold, it looks like the centralizers laying right up against your um, buck restrictor. And now you have a D cement grade. Now, you may also be asked and it's important to understand the differences this article talked about second generation you know cement techniques so first generation was just hand mixing in a back bowl and finger packing the cement in place didn't do a good job of you know pressurizing the canal and filling the canal second generation cement techniques were using a cement restrictor distally and starting to use a gun and they started to brush and dry the canal Third generation cement techniques are now the idea of vacuum mixing to improve the porosity of the cement and then pressurize in the canal. You've all attached that little blue pressurizer to the gun. So once you get it in the canal, you can pressurize it and also prep in the canal, pulsatile lavage. A lot of people even um, recommend the idea of like a epi- um, soaked sponge to constrict blood vessels, you know, and I have a whole podcast, um, in the first, I think it's the first or second season, um, which, um, and I'll, I'll see if I can add the link to the show notes, which goes through my, um, cement technique. Um, you know, really briefly, you know, once we've gotten to the very, very end, you know, it's, a you know, wash, brush, dry, um, lidocaine with epi cause it's easier than getting just pure epi soaked sponge in the canal, um, take that out dry again dry lap dry you know irrigation and the right consistency of the cement all the way to the bottom of the bucket stricter, squeezing and letting the force push you on the way out but i keep my thumb over the car. so i feel that cement coming up against my thumb so it's semi-pressurizing as i'm gunning it back you know once i get there then add the pressurizer pressurize a second time um, and then i take the stem and hold my finger over the car and, and it push it in so i'm basically pressurizing a third time usually stopping at a third and then two thirds before i then go to the actual inserter and sync it all the way and then you can't move you know anytime that you you can't put it in and then adjust your version so if you messed your version up on the way in you messed your version up because then if you turn it to correct your version now you've created a cement air void somewhere um, because you've modified that so you have to make sure that your version goes in straight from the very beginning uh, but again um, a b c d cement grading. A, complete whiteout. B, slight radiolucency. C, radiolucencies or an incomplete cement mantle of 50% to 99%. And a D grade is 100% radiolucency or failure to cement to the tip of the stem. So thanks again for listening. I'll put all the little summary in the show notes so you can glance at it uh, if you need to quickly. And until next time, stay safe. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. I'm Adam Rosen. You've been listening to the Total Knee Tips and Pearls podcast. Make sure that you're subscribed so you'll be notified of future episodes. And please take the time to leave a review. It helps other people like you find the show. Until next time, stay safe.